welcome to the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight, the podcast where we uncover the secrets of CEOs, entrepreneurs, and visionaries who've used public speaking to skyrocket their businesses and their bottom line. Get ready for captivating stories, valuable insights, and practical wisdom from the trailblazers who've mastered the art of the stage. I'm your host, Kelly O'Hara, and I'm thrilled to bring their experiences and expertise directly to you. Let's get started. Welcome to another empowering episode of the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight, the definitive podcast to aspiring speakers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who know that the key to skyrocketing success hinges on the power of public speaking. Each week, we bring you voices that are not just heard, but echo in the chambers of innovation, entrepreneurship, and leadership. We're here to show you how words can transcend boundaries and how you can harness this power to elevate both your professional life and your business. Get ready to be inspired, to be transformed, and to turn your voice into your most impactful asset. So hello, listeners. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight. Today, we have a special treat for all of you. We're about to introduce you to a dynamo of an entrepreneur who has harnessed the undeniable power of words to carve her unique path in the world of e-commerce and online entrepreneurship. Her journey is a testament to the power of public speaking in smashing ceilings and scaling new heights. Meet the wholesale bundle queen, Kristen Ostrander, a dynamic Amazon selling mom who dedicates her energy to helping others start and scale businesses on Amazon using the signature wholesale bundle system. With more than 17 years of e-commerce experience, Kristen is fully equipped to teach the necessary skills online sellers need to take their business to a more advanced level. With a unique wholesale bundle approach to Amazon, backed by a proven wholesale bundle framework, she has generated over 5 million in online sales. But Kristen's influence doesn't end there. Her prowess as a public speaker has made her a sought after figure in the e-commerce community and beyond. She exemplifies how powerful public speaking is instrumental in building credibility, forging connections, and advancing one's career and business growth. So without further ado, let's welcome Kristen Ostrander to the show. Kristen, it's an absolute pleasure to have you with us today. Oh, the privilege is mine. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, I got to ask you about your journey. That's the first thing. The first thing I'm always curious about, and with you specifically, because you're so young and accomplished so much so quickly, please tell me a little bit about how you got into the e-commerce space to where you are now, because you're really, you're an expert online strategist and community builder. Mm. Well, thank you for that amazing intro, and I appreciate that. Um, So I started my journey, my husband and I, and you mentioned me being young, and I guess for, (laughs) I don't feel that young, but um, I am, my birthday is actually tomorrow, I'm going to be 43. So, um, but in in that, I have actually been in e-commerce for 20 years, um, which is rare to say at 40 that you've been in a career for 20 years, um, especially since it was very new even then. Um, But I, my husband and I got married just out of high school. He was a little bit older than me and we started our family right away and the problem with that was that we his job was feaster famine he's in commercial construction and we're in michigan so the weather is always a factor in building things and um it's either feaster family he's either working 80 hours a week and, and just really um exhausted and doing those things or it's kind of 
we're laid off and we have nothing. And so there was this necessity for me to help um, bring in some finances when my kids were young. Um, they were, we actually had a, our family young as well. Just a year after we were married, we had our first one and then another one. And I really wanted to stay home with them. And so I wanted to figure out something I could do from home. And at the time, rewind back to 2003, at the time, there was not a lot of work from home options. There was a lot of MLMs and um, direct sales and things like that. But there was this mystery called eBay. And that was when I really first started uh, selling my own, my children's clothing and their their toys and things online just to kind of make ends meet so that I could sell this, this year year's dress to buy next year's dress. And so I kind of started with kind of breaking even just trying to get the next toy or the next new thing to kind of uh, fill in the gaps for my husband when he was off work. Um, but I really valued staying home with them and wanting to be a part of their lives when they were little. And so I kind of carved my own way. I started selling things on eBay. And as they got a little bit older, and I got very, very good at that, I really enjoyed it because it was my own time and my own energy and I could be with them, but also be able to, to supplement income in some sort of way. So as that moved on. Um, I was in eBay for a long time and then Amazon became a thing. And at first it was just used books and everyone knew Amazon as this big bookseller. And then um, they became the everything store. They started to sell everything that you could get your hands on. And um, back in 2008, I sold my first book on Amazon and I had been selling books and then um, eventually moved into a full time, uh, full income business through, through selling on Amazon. Wow. What a trajectory though, eBay to Amazon, and you were right there at the beginning of it. That's mm -hmm. pretty exciting. So tell me, for the people that are listening that think, hmm, I'd like to get into this kind of market, is it really as lucrative as we wish it would be, or we look at it and imagine, is it for a mompreneur or people that wanna work from home? I'm even thinking of the senior market for people mm -hmm. that, you know, they don't wanna be out in the hustle bustle, they don't wanna commute, is this really truly an avenue for them where they can sustain themselves, build their retirement or create for their family? Do you really feel the opportunity is even bigger now? Well, it's funny that you asked that. And I love how you mentioned uh, like a more of senior community. My mom actually ended up joining my business back in 2014. She was actually a full time, um, like fine dining uh, specialist at the time. She was um, she had been in that for almost 20 years and her body was uh, deciding that she didn't want to do that anymore, <laughs> whether she liked it or not. And she really loved the fact of what I was doing. She's like, you're creating products and you're, you're actually at the time I was shopping for a living. Um, I was doing what's called retail arbitrage, which is by basically buying from stores like Walmart or Target or big box stores, buying their clearance and then reselling that on Amazon. And that's kind of how I got my start in Amazon, selling books and reselling from other marketplaces, say like yard sales or, or estate sales, and then eventually retail stores. Um, but that proved to be um, very, there's, there's a huge hustle involved in that. There's a lot of, you have to pound the pavement to go get your, your inventory. And it was very lucrative and still is to this day. However, um, I found that, that that was not the lifestyle that I wanted to build. So when she saw I was shopping for a living and then creating these products, she was very interested. And she's like, I wonder, you know, is there room for me here? And I was like, absolutely, I actually really need help. So she joined the business in 2014 and she hasn't looked back. We have been full-time Amazon sellers now. And since the retail arbitrage days, we were also trying to find a way to do it better so that we didn't have to go out and about and try to get our inventory that way. So we moved into wholesale. And although that was great, um, the, the margins were way thinner than most people would expect. People think that when they get wholesale that everything's gonna be at least 50% off what you see in the store and you're gonna make a ton 
ton of money and really the margins were super thin plus shipping and online fees we were barely making a penny so we had to figure out a different way to actually make all of this work and so I actually created a new business model on Amazon. It's called wholesale bundling. It's when you find wholesale products that are already available and you put highly complementary items together in one gift set or one kit. Um, so that, think of like a, a guitar, for example, and you wanna start playing a guitar and you just, you, you want the beginner's kit because you you need all the things and instead of adding all of them all to your cart at the at different times from different places we put the kits together for people so that when they're looking for a whole set they're looking for a beginning guitar set that they that we have a set for them to buy so it's got a guitar and a case and an amp and it's got a strap and picks and everything that you need for a beginner's guitar set so that those people don't have to add those things individually to their cart so think of all like that i'm putting a gift set together all in one and offering that it gives speed and variety for the customer. They don't have to add a bunch of stuff to the cart. So while we were working together, um, we cr I created this new business model because I couldn't find enough profit in just selling wholesale alone. And so uh, we had to figure out a way to kind of combine products to make it um, better for the customer, but also better for us as sellers. That's fabulous, actually. And since I happen to be an accomplished buyer myself <laughs> and a shopper, more than that, I am a shopper. I love the bundling idea. It's kind of like uh, if you're going to put a podcast together to have it all put together for you mm -hmm. in one kit and these things all work together. That's a really brilliant strategy. I love that. So tell me something. What do you think are the most common misconceptions? You did name one already. Um, if they, people think there's this huge profit margin that they're going to benefit from. But what are other misconceptions about starting an e-commerce business, especially as a parent and an entrepreneur. Um, tell me about what you think about that. And, and, and I'd love it if you mentioned about the time commitment. Hmm. Yeah, those are great questions. So I think there's a lot of myths surrounding um, e-commerce. I'm specifically going to talk about Amazon because I'm that's where I have made my living and, and um, still do to this day. I think some of the misconceptions are that you either a have to kind of reinvent the wheel and you have to, to, to start your own brand from the bottom up. Say you're going to you're going to start a cosmetics company because you feel like that's called private label is like inventing your own product, inventing your own brand and bringing it to the table and you have your own private label brand and product. And I think everyone thinks that's kind of the holy grail of Amazon. When in reality, um, if we all picked up our phones right now and looked at the last 10 or 20 items that we bought, they really aren't as brand loyal as we think. We're just trying to fill gaps. We have needs and we go to Amazon to buy them because they're convenient. So one of the biggest things that people need to understand about Amazon and some of the myths is that you have to have your own brand or your own brand presence and you need to have your own website and you have to do all of this stuff outside of Amazon. When reality says that Amazon is big enough for everyone and um, there's plenty of products that are currently not offered there that can be offered there. It is the largest global global platform in the world. So if you're not selling there and you do have a product, you're really missing out. So there's one kind of of the misnomers there. And the other one is that, um, you know, that there is like a, there's a, some sort of get rich quick that you're going to jump on Amazon and you're going to launch a product or you're going to start selling a few products and it's just going to be piles of money, you know, truck loaded into your driveway. And the reality is this is a work from home, flexible online opportunity, but it still is work. You will have to put work in. No business doesn't. Every business comes with risk. 
and every new adventure is going to cost is going to be some investment i had one somebody recently came to me and it's like well i'm a stay-at-home mom and how do i start a business without any money <laughs> and i was like you don't you get a job you save some money and then you start a business we don't generally start businesses with nothing we have to invest in a business in order for it to grow and to get off the ground and understanding that there's risk factors and that it's never a set it and forget it i don't care what business that you're in there's nothing that you can really set and forget except for maybe compound interest if you put a million dollars in the bank it will work for you but you have to earn the million first <laughs> so i always kind of to debunk that myth that people think that oh i'm just you know i need money i need a career i need an opportunity there are ways to start and do things on a very low budget but you need to understand that you've got to bring something to the table such good advice realistic advice too i really appreciate that um i think people need to hear that because everybody is kind of looking to the, this perception of online is oh i'm going to jump in there real quick and i'm going to be able to jack this up really fast and it doesn't really work like that so mm -hmm. i love that you share that advice from your perspective so now i want to move over because it is called the six figure speaker spotlight and I know you're every place. I wanna talk about how important and how effective has public speaking been in your professional journey and especially in the context of kind of building your own personal brand. Yeah. That's um, it's always something so I never knew that I would be passionate about something and that I would have an opportunity to speak. When I first started my Amazon business, I was just, you know, behind the scenes, just trying to make ends meet for my family. I never considered uh, speaking or teaching or anything like that until someone invited, I was in a Facebook group and I was just giving Amazon advice because I had so many years under my belt and I joined a, a group of sellers and I was always putting my two cents in and finally someone said, Hey, you know, there's this show, you should go on this show and be an expert. You seem to have a lot of these answers. And so when they invited so this other uh, colleague, someone invited me onto their live show and over an hour of question and answer and people reaching out saying we need to hear more can you stay on longer you have so much to share and this sort of light bulb went off and was like hey i do have a lot to share and i've never really been i've never met a stranger i've never been shy about speaking with people i'm one of those people that i'm going to talk to you in the elevator i don't talk to you in the bathroom stall but i'll talk to you hi i'm kristen how are you what are you here for you know i've just never met a stranger and so um i kind of harnessed the power of saying hey i'm not scared to be on camera. If somebody's got questions, I love to help people. And I love to be part, if I can contribute to their success in some way, that makes me very fulfilled. And I want to do that. So as people were asking, and I was answering those questions, I thought, oh, I'm onto something here. I've actually got some things I could share and teach. And so I, from that one appearance on that one show, um, someone has suggested, hey, you should maybe start your own show because you've got a lot to say. <laughs> and I thought, well, why not? What do why I have not? to lose? And so about six months later, um, I decided I was just going to go live once a, once a week online for a year. I was just going to do Q&A or I'm going to come with a couple bullet points. And um, I haven't stopped since. That was October 20th of 2014. And I know that because it was my birthday. I decided to do it on purpose so that there was a milestone I could say, okay, one year from now. I'll reevaluate if I if I can't help or I'm not contributing in some way to to helping people or you know no one's listening 
you know, it's fine. I didn't have expectations. I didn't have to earn any money at the time. It was just like, hey, I have stuff that will help people. So let me help people. And a one year later is when I, I released my first class because I realized people were listening more and more people every single week were listening and they wanted to know more and they had questions. And so I built a small training and um, that was the birth of Mommy Income. And here we are nine years later. <laughs> That's really incredible. You, once again, you were on the cutting edge in what you do. That's really 2014 to have had a podcast that long and mm -hmm. that's successful and it's still doing so well today. That's killer. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, it's been very interesting. I found that I really, really have loved, um, podcasting and, and sharing my thoughts and interviewing really interesting and brilliant people and being a part of those things. And then even being invited to speak on stages and eventually writing my own book. Um, I never, I never, never dreamed or thought that I would do some of those things. You know, when I was a little girl, um, I used to watch Star Search and I know like some people are going to roll their eyes now because I'm a little older. And so if you're like, you know, less than 30, you might never know um, what I'm speaking of. But before there was The Voice and before there was, uh, you know, American Idol, there was um, the show called Star Search and they'd have these young men and young ladies, very young at that time, my age, uh, 10 and 12 year olds, and they would go on stage and wear beautiful gowns and sing. And then they'd, they'd have a competition and someone would win. And I always imagined and dreamed that I would be on that stage someplace going through this velvet um, curtain and, and, and performing in some sort of way. And little did I know that that wouldn't, wasn't going to be singing, but eventually that was going to be speaking. And um, so that dream has come true in, in some sort of way. But as a little kid, it was more of, of singing. But I had this feeling inside that there was something there I was meant to do. You were made to speak. I've mm -hmm. heard you speak. You are incredible. So, and now we've had you on this podcast. I can see why this is really home for you. Mm. It definitely feels that way. So looking at future trends from your perspective, where do you see the intersection of e-commerce and public speaking heading? And how, you know, I would ask you, how do you consistently create content for different audiences and what processes do you follow to kind of ensure that it resonates and drives engagement? I mean, there's a whole strategy to what you do. You've already created your own system, but for other people out there that are trying to get into this space, would you recommend public speaking that it'll make a major difference for them? Or mm -hmm. is it just um, an adjunct to what you're doing? Is it just, is it, is it, uh, has it made a big enough difference that you would recommend it to other people? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I will say that well, there's, there's there's a lot of questions in there, so I'm like want to answer them one at a time. First of all, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I think if people are aspiring to do that, what's the most important thing is to show off authentically, and just be yourself. I think there's so many people that want to follow some sort of formula and they want to follow some sort of something, but to to be a good speaker, you have to be an even better listener. You have to listen to your audience. You have to understand what pain points they have and what struggles they have, because really giving a talk, giving a speech, standing up and speaking even in a podcast, you want to get to the heart of the listeners and really they want to feel inspired and helped. And that starts with you understanding who they are, where they are and what they need. So it's always important to understand 
your audience? Where are they coming from? Why are they sitting in the seat? Or why do they have the headphones on and are listening to the podcast? You have something to offer them, but you really need to lean into their needs in order for them to listen to you. You first have to listen to them. And so that's the first part. But then the second part is showing up as yourself. You know, there's so many different formulas out there. And if you speak this way, and if you write your talk this way, or if you put your outline this way, then people will really lean in or they you will understand what to say and how to say it and, and in certain ways. And um, I feel like really just showing up authentically as yourself and serving the needs of other people, it can be a lot more natural than following some sort of outline or reading something or writing even. I have never written a talk from, from beginning to end. Um, I write bullet points and outlines and I just naturally try to, to internally say, sit in the seat of my, my students and say, what, what do they really need right now? What are, what are they longing for? What are they feeling? And what do they need to hear in order to, I, I, I'm a tough love person too. I'm a, I call it a hug and a slug. Like I am going to slug you with the truth, but then I'm going to hug you and it's going to be okay. And I will help you through. Um, but first we really need to have that truth, that tough love of what do they really need to hear right now? Cause sometimes it's not just the stroke of ego. And you know, that brings the last question that you said up there. Is it how can this help people, um, you know, that are considering speaking or how does public speaking help them? Um, first of all, it establishes that credibility. It establishes that vulnerability of you saying, hey, me too. I've been there. I'm going there. I can help you. Um, to show up for for other people in that sort of vulnerable way automatically builds a connection with them they say wow this person is standing up there telling their story something i could maybe never do and so you immediately have some some um respect and credibility with them when you're already standing in front of them um and so i feel like it's it's more of a service and if there's any sort of ego in the way if you're looking for just more accolades or more credibility or someone to pat you on the back or some sort of performance you're going to fall short. You're going to have that time where you're going to feel empty when you leave the stage because you you think that, you know, somehow it's going to bring some sort of, you know, power or, or ego to you. But really, you can only feel fulfilled when you're speaking, when you're giving all that you have to give, that you're, you're, you're doing it to serve and not to serve yourself. Gosh, Kristen, I love that advice. I, I know that's going to resonate deeply with the people that are listening. And I want to tell you, thank you so much for it's just fantastic having you on the show and i just don't think it's long enough i wish this show was twice as long because honestly i'm, I'm not ready to give you up yet but i do have a time constraint so I'll, unfortunately i'll have to i'll just have to invite you back again and your journey really it speaks volumes it's what's possible in e-commerce realm and you've got grit and innovation and strategic smarts that it takes to get there. And I think that's going to be inspirational to everybody. And it's clear that you are really one that seizes opportunities. And before you have them, and then when they come along, you create them if they're not there. And I love that. That's, that's exciting. That kind of creativity is so important. So I encourage everybody listening that if you want to know more about e-commerce and how you can leverage this opportunity for yourself, check out Kristen's website at mommyincome.com. I think you'll find a lot of information there. And as you can tell, she has a lot to say and it will benefit you. Mm -hmm. So, all right, folks, we've heard a lot today about the ups and downs of building something meaningful online and where the pitfalls are and how public speaking ties into the digital world. And it's more than just talking. It's about communicating with purpose and connecting and sometimes, yes, selling a vision. 
And that's a takeaway for all of us trying to make our mark. So as we wrap up, I want to encourage everyone listening to think about how you're using your voice. Are you just adding to the noise or are you carving out a space that's genuinely yours in a way that others can relate to and rally behind? And Kristen, thanks again for sharing your space with us today for the insights. And I laughed and, and I, it resonated for me and it was straight talk. And I think that's what you're about and we're all the better for it. So to our listeners, you know what we do here. We're bringing the real talk and the people who make it happen. This is Kelly O'Hara thanking you for tuning into the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight and stay in pursuit, stay speaking and keep tuning in. We've got more conversations on deck and don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you'd subscribe, rate us, review us, wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Until next time, here's to turning up the volume on your success. See you then. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight. We hope you enjoyed this deep dive once again into the remarkable stories and insights of our incredible guests. Their experiences and wisdom are not just meant to inspire you, but to provide you with actionable steps to take on your own path to success. Remember, you have a story to tell and your voice has the power to transform your business and make lasting impact. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an empowering conversation. We'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review and share the show with your friends, colleagues, and your fellow visionaries. Until next time, keep speaking, keep growing, and keep reaching to make your difference. This is Kelly O'Hara signing off from the Six Figure Speaker Spotlight.